Good morning, everyone. It's your boy Feño. This is the Early Prelim Podcast. And what I thought was a very uneventful week. But then I realized that uh, there was yet another completely non-publicized Road to UFC <laughs> event. I mean, four events. They they have like episodes, but they, they all happen like one one right after the other. I think there's like an hour, two hour break between the, the second and the third episode, something like that. Obviously, I didn't watch live. I didn't even knew that was going on live. But yeah, uh, caught up with that to have something to talk about. We're going to talk about a few fine announcements. And I guess I, I'll speak a little bit again about uh, the event happening this Saturday because last week I thought it was happening that Saturday. <laughs> Very good research for my part. I'm very professional. You can tell I take this very seriously. But let's... I mean, Angel's Pipe here on the on the road to UFC. Do not expect, like, full breakdowns of all fights. Um, I'll just talk about some things that, like, caught my eye. Uh... Okay, immediately off the bat, I watch uh, Road to UFC Shanghai 1. Uh, first fight, they have my boy Topnoi. Topnoi is a, a former Muay Thai fighter. Uh, been, been doing MMA for a while. Uh, he's very fun to watch. Uh, he's, he's 30 years old, but in Thai in in years, he's like 85. <laughs> and he fought this guy, um, the Mongolian... Tumen Demberel, and I have no idea how to say Mongol names, uh, so Tumen, please don't kill me if you hear this. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, these guys have a, a very... The fight was very good, actually. Uh, Topnoi pulled uh, what I like to call the, uh, an Anthony Pettis. Uh, what is an Anthony Pettis? It's when you're getting out-wrestled, or at least the, like, the threat of the wrestling is like throwing off your game, so you decide to, to out-wrestle yourself, your opponent. I, I, I say like that's because that's what uh, Anthony Pettis did back in the day against Jeremy Stephens. Uh, so first round come, uh, Pettis has like the advantage on the feet, but then Stephens just lands takedowns on him and wins the round. Uh, Pettis go back to his corner. Instead of like deciding to defend takedowns, Pettis is the, goes like, all right, I'm a, I'm a good grappler. And he just starts taking himself, Jeremy Stephens, to the floor, and he wins the fight like that. Sadly, um, they did not give the fight to Tom Noy here. I don't know why. I thought it was very clear for him. Uh, to his credit, Tumon Demberel looked pretty good. Uh, a bit wild, very sloppy on the feet, but huge power, looked confident. He, he looked fun. But, yeah, I think... I thought my boy Topnoi won that fight for sure. That was a non a non tournament bout. Uh, in the in the last tournament, Topnoi fought on the tournament and lost on the semifinals via submission. Uh, very sad. <laughs> so what else did we have uh, on the? We have a fight. What was this? Was this flyweight? Here, topology doesn't give me the. It's not giving me the. Yeah, the weight classes. 
So, Rei Tsuruya fought uh, Ronald Siahan in the flyweight uh, for the for the flyweight tournament. And Tsuruya is a new subgenre of like very young Japanese kids with uh, a, an awful like ball cut. Uh, they are very good grapplers, like like Taira, like in that mold. Uh, I heard that that kid that is fighting Horiguchi in the in the Bellator in the Bellator Rising card is also is also one of those. <laughs> we we're gonna see more of those, but yeah, uh, Suruya looked very good. One via Kimura, good stuff. Then we have a fight. Uh, between Jaji and oh my god, this these Mongol names are going to kill me. Wushashinbeka Jajofu or something like that. I, I I usually like to learn the names, but this is the first time that I've seen these guys. These are like um like ethnic Mongols that fire out of China. This guy, uh, at least, uh, the other guy was fighting out of Mongolia actually. Miami Dab, uh, these guys were looking solid. Uh, the fight that I like here, other than the than the top one, was uh, also flyweight. It was Mark Klimako, uh, an American, but ethnically Filipino, I think. Uh, he fought Young Hugh Lee, uh, and that fight was very good. Watch that one. Uh, Klimako fights out of AKA, for what I, I've heard in the commentary. By the way, Laura Sanko and What's his name? The the English English commentator, uh, John Gooden. John Gooden and Laura Sanko. They they together. I love them. They are very good. So yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, here is the commentary and the fights were good too. But yeah, Mark Klimako versus Young Hu Lee. Uh, Klimako fighting out of AKA. A lot of transitions. Uh, very high pace. Uh, Young Hu Lee very young, but he looked very good too. Uh, good counter punching. He looked dangerous on the feet. He was very good scrambler. So it was all around looked very very fun. And on the main event we have Sang Won Kim fighting Keisuke Sasu. Uh, this also very fun fight. This was contested in featherweight. We have a tournament at featherweight as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the fights overall were great in episode one. Um, then we have episode two. Uh, also begins with a with a non non tournament bout uh, between Nuraji and Hansil Kim. Uh, don't really remember that one. I'm not sure. Is that one where this guy have like an an insane war? Yeah, and then he knocks out with the elbow. With the face plant, I guess that one is the one with the face plant. Like that was very viral on Twitter. And then for the tournament, we have a uh, another another fight. We have Jinyu Hijue versus Billy Basulatan. This was was uh, this was a flyweight. Yeah, it was flyweight. Uh, ground pound finish. Good fight. I, mean, the, I was very surprised because last year the talent looked a, a lot more raw than, than this one. Uh, here everyone, especially the grappling and the transitions, were looking very solid. 
Um, so I was very surprised. The guys from China and, the, and from Japan, they're leveling up their grappling game big time. And, and it will be interesting to see how they how they compare, uh, how they how they fare against American wrestlers. And, and overall, like, international grapplers when they get to the UFC. Uh, Koya Kanda for Jivuluye. That was for the featherweight tournament as well. And then we have uh, one of the one of the fun fights. Uh, Seungguk Choi, he fought on the final on the last tournament. He fought this Indian guy, Sumit Kumar. And this fight was crazy because Kumar is super athletic and insane cardio. But you can tell Seungguk Choi way better as a fighter. So it made for an interesting dynamic. Seungguk Choi won a unanimous decision. It was very impressive performance, especially because Choi kind of like fell apart fighting an athlete in the final last year, but here he looked very solid, composed. It, it looks like he got better too, he's still young. I like Seungo Choi. Uh, I wrote about him in, I made articles for the finals of the of the previous tournament, so you can, you can see that if you want. And then in the main event, we have a fight between fellow Chinese fighters, uh, Kai Wen Li and Kai Lu. And this guy, Kai Wen Li, looks insane. Like, he has tattoos all over his body. He has an insane chiseled jaw. Uh, the short blonde hair. It's a character, for sure. Um, is he good? I don't know, but he came out guns blazing and put his... Pussy countryman out with a, with a big punch. Uh, he hurt him early and then he got very wild, but he has big power and... I don't know, he, he just looks super cool, you know? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a I'm a fan or anything, but I can tell like this guy gets a few knockouts and he can he can become something uh, of a of a small star. I th I I think. Then episode three, uh, I start I I stop set uh, like saying all the names because, um, yeah, it's whatever. But there was some interesting fights. Um, Long Xiao versus Shohei Nose was was good. Um, ah, the first fight, and that one was not a tournament fight. Um, Sang Hung Yu fought this Chris Hoffman guy, and Chris Hoffman was like kicking his ass, and then Sang Hung Yu knocked him out. Uh, I think he caught him with a knee in the clinch. Uh, so insane comeback on that one. Uh, what else was interesting here? Um, Shu Rong, a former UFC fighter, fought Sung Shang Hong. In the um, in the main event of the episode three, and and yeah, uh, Rong Zhu uh, looked a lot better. He looked a lot better. I, I thought he was one of probably one of the of the worst fighters in the UFC at the moment of his release, but he's looking very improved. So interesting to see how he fares in the in the lightweight tournament. And then finally, in the last one, uh, we have the the guy with the viral moment that stole all, all the eyes. was Peter Danaso, uh, the Thai. He fought uh, Singaporean Sim Kai Xiong and Flying Knee. But before that, he was looking very good too. And good grappling as well. So I'll, I'll keep an eye on this guy, uh, Peter Danaso. He looks very fun to watch. What was good here? Um, 
Oh yeah, on the on the main event we had a little bit of of controversy. Uh, Batu Volati fought Wong Bin Ki. Wong Bin Ki uh, had a pretty bad eye poke to the to the Chinese Mongol fighter, and then and then after that uh, they resumed the fight. Uh, Wong Bin drops him with a with a huge right hand, then starts with the ground pound. Uh, it was Herdin or Goddard, I'm not sure, but they declared that the ground pound was to the back of the head and they disqualified him. So, yeah, uh, Batavolati moves on to the to the next round of the lightweight tournament uh, in a not great way. Uh, before that, we have Chang Ho Lee fighting R. Singh, uh, an Indian fighter, and he walked over him and that was interesting and before that we have uh Shin Haraguchi another one of these like Volkut freaks <laughs> but yeah he was he's very good I think he has a uh I think he has a wrestling background but yeah, I mean it was fun it was fun though I was surprised by the level of the fights and and I keep an eye on the tournament. I'll probably write an article before the finals, before because obviously no one will know about this is going on. So, so yeah, I mean I told you a few fights to catch up. Uh, interesting. Uh, well, most of the fun fights were non-tournament bouts, but still, maybe some of those guys can get signed. Um, in some news, Conor McGregor says the UFC wouldn't have a problem with him fighting in Bernardo. Um, I don't know, it's whatever. I don't think... I think the UFC is fine with letting McGregor, like, box. Even box, like, bare knuckle, but... I don't think the UFC is interested in getting eyes uh, on BKFC. They are the competition. So, yeah, I mean, we, we, we might have some trouble, but Conor is probably just... Just provoking Dan at this point, because he can. So, it's whatever. Um, the weekend have a, a very sketchy event in Russia. Uh, Ivan Emelianenko, the, the brother of Fyodor, make his UFC debut at age 35. <laughs> uh, it was the same event where that they have Alex Emelianenko fight. Uh, he was fighting like an, uh, an influencer, uh, uh, I read on Twitter. And the influencer got like a good combination together and the ref stepping to to finish the fight. But then the, the influencer guy was like, no, 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 let us, let us fight, let us fight. And they resume the fight. Then he goes for a terrible takedown and Alex gets uh, Akimura from the bottom. What a fucking mess. <laughs> Russian MMA never change, please. Uh, let's move on to some fight announcements. Uh, Vince Fischel was supposed to fight Benoit Saint-Denis. Uh, he's injured. And Ismael Bonfim is stepping in. Very excited because Bonfim... This is the good Bonfim. We'll talk about about his not-so-good brother after that. But yeah. Uh, very excited to watch Bonfim back in action. One of my favorite prospects in the UFC right now. Uh, when it comes to prediction, I think... Uh, Bonfim should probably win this one very easily. He defended the wrestling of Terence McKinney just fine. Uh, Benoit Saint-Denis probably a better submission grappler than McKinney, but 
a lesser athlete. He's he's pretty big though, but but yeah, I mean, Bonfim should should win this one handily. Uh, Tiger Ulanbekov will fight Jake Hadley. That should be a that should be a good one, to be honest. Interesting fight. Support it. Uh, Ode Osborne will have a fight against Asul Almabayev. I don't know who this guy is, so I have to make some. So I have to watch tape on that one. And but yeah, I mean it's that's happening in a fight night, by the way. It's not happening on pay per view. Ode was supposed to fight um, Figueredo in a in a pay per view. That's not happening because Figueredo is injured. Vicente Luque will fight Rafael dos Anjos. I I thought this was was announced or was at least rumored a time ago, but they will fight on on August twelfth. Uh, not probably a main event. Don't know what to make out of this. Both guys pretty past it. Uh, Luque's defensive wrestling has been looking terrible lately, so maybe dos Anjos can make it happen there. And on the feet, Luque's. I think. RDA is looking a bit better lately than than Luke. So Luke is a big lad, though. That never count that out. Luke is big, and strong, and Dos Santos is getting up in age, and you know he's he's mostly a lightweight. I mean, he's pretty big, but but we've seen how he compares with the big guys at 170 when he fought like Usman and Leon Edwards. Um, and Trevin Giles is going to fight the the other Bonfim, Gabriel Bonfim. And I think, yeah, Giles probably getting finished here too. Uh, not not so excited about Gabriel. Uh, I mean, he's fine, especially for an action fighter at welterweight. If he's going to take like the place of Luke, of the guy that can bang on the feet and put on front on front headlock chokes, I'm all for that. But as like a like a potential uh, title challenger, I think his brother is a lot better. So yeah, let's take let's talk a little bit about the 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 card happening next week a uh, main event Kaikara France versus Amir Abbasi as I said last week Kaikara France put on a very good defensive wrestling performance against uh, Askarov so this is a very stiff test for Abbasi Abbasi has been looking great in the UFC so far uh, and actually finished his fight and the last one on the feet uh, I guess like not a not that great of an opponent in Alessandro Costa but yeah, Bassi, very good wrestle boxer, top control, very good submissions, and can back on the feet. He has a very good process. He pressures to the cage. Kaikara France, we have to replicate what he did against Askarov. Uh, but I think Abasi Askarov is a decent striker, but he's not very dangerous. I think Abasi more a little bit more more athletic, more powerful on the feet, and. Maybe not as dangerous in transitions as someone as Askarov is, but but yeah, I mean, I'm giving a slight edge for Kaikara France because he's seen this kind of matchup before, and we saw him we saw him fight a very disciplined performance, and also he was doing good against Moreno before getting finished by that body kick. But yeah, I mean, excited for this one, a very good main event. I think people are not saying good enough things about this this fight. This one is very good. Uh, Co-main is Alex Caceres versus, versus Daniel Pineda. Should be a fun fight. Um, not co-main not co event material, in my opinion. I mean, I guess... 
No, Bruce Lee is not even in a win streak. He's just <laughs> coming off a single win. That was that head kick against Julian Rose, so that was very cool, but but still, but he still won the three previous ones before that. Um, Pineda has been very sketchy in the UFC. He had that very, very cool TKO finish against Herbert Burns, where he finished from top position. Then he got put on Kof Swanson's highlight reel. Had that eye poke against Androfili, but Androfili was putting in on him. Then he came back... Uh, not long ago against Tucker Lutz, and yeah, Pineda looked very good there, so this one should be fun. It's not a very important fight, but should be a, a fun one. Uh, Jim Miller was supposed to fight Ludovic Klein. Klein is out, Jared Gordon is in. I like this fight a lot better than than the other one. Um, still, um, Jared Gordon probably in a place where he can beat Jim Miller, but Jim Miller is, I would say, it's a better fighter everywhere, but Gordon has, like, the... He's younger, and he's very well put together, like... But yeah, me, maybe maybe Gordon not being that dangerous is what's going to cost him here against the veteran Jim Miller. But should be a should be a good fight. Team Elliott versus Victor Altamirano. Good fight. Uh, Team Elliott probably going to wrestle him. But should be should be alright. Karen Silva versus Keslon Sosa. Oh yeah, uh, Kutatelats versus Malarkey. That's the the good fight. I said the exact same shit last week. I'm sorry, guys, but yeah, that this one is very good. Um, one of the best fights. Uh, I would not. I, I'm not Triram, so I, I wouldn't put this one over the main event. I think the main event is more interesting. But yeah, good fight. Very excited for this one. Capoeira Eliseo Saleski dos Santos is fighting Abubakar Nurmagomedo. It should be alright. For 170, that's more than fine. At Bantamweight, we have John Castaneda. He was supposed to fight someone else, uh, but now he's fighting Muin Gafurov. Gafurov is coming from wins in the LFA. I hope he's good. Bantamweight is always good, so he's probably alright. Arlovsky going to fight Dontel Mays. I said last week this fight is going to be terrible. Daniel Santos versus Johnny Munoz. Again, I'm still excited about this one. Uh, keep an eye on that one. That one is going to be a lot of fun. Daniel Santos is guaranteed action. Ninja Fry versus Luis Ruiz, so it should be fine. Luan Lacerda versus Damon Blackshear. Bantamweight never missing. That should be fun. And the opening fight is Maxine Grishin versus Philippe Lins, and it's like heavyweight for like heavyweight. It's alright. I, I, I'm just repeating myself at this point. Uh, I wanted to to just do a short one here. I'm not sure how short is this. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, the, the road to UFC part, I'm guessing, was very messy. I'm sorry about that, uh, but but there were some good fights there. and uh, uh, At least I think I highlighted those. I talk about more when the next event is going on. I guess that's in like three months or something. But yeah, it should be fun. Um, and yeah, next... Next, uh, this Saturday event is alright, I guess. It's alright. And that's it for the podcast. Um, not always you have a lot of important things and sometimes it is a mess. Actually, this podcast is always a mess. Uh, but yeah. Remember, guys, to support us on Patreon. That's how we maintain the site functioning. 
very good stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, we have exclusive content over there. Everything is good. And we're also, I'm also very proud to announce that we as the Fight Side are now sponsored by X Marshall. They make very good gear for martial arts. They make rash guards, fight shirts, that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, you know, I have more details about that soon. But yeah, keep an eye on that because X Marshall, I've 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 known from a lot of people from first hand experience. So I know from second hand experience that their products are very good and the price is also nice. So, so yeah, shout out to X Marshall for sponsoring us. Uh, support us on Patreon. I'll catch you guys on the next week. I'm Fenyo signing out.